Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Tuesday on the WCBS Morning News Roundup, we have breaks in two major cases this morning. Police in Washington, D.C. make an arrest in the string of attacks on the homeless, and Philly police pick up the man suspected of stabbing two MoMA workers. I'm Marla Diamond with the latest from Midtown. No break from the war in Ukraine, but there may be a holiday in gas taxes that we pay. Relieving the pain at the pump. We're going to have a gas tax holiday. I'm Sean Adams and Darianne. We will dip into the archives for the WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound. Tuesday morning, the 15th of March. Good morning, I'm Paul Merdane. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. A warmer day today. Yesterday was nice, wasn't it? In the afternoon, it'll be even nicer this afternoon. Word came this morning of captures in two ongoing cases, the murders of homeless people in New York City and Washington, D.C., and the MoMA attack on Saturday. And WCBS reporter Marla Diamond has been gathering the details on these two breaking stories. Marla, let's start with the latest, the attacks on the homeless. What have you learned? Well, an intense manhunt, Paul, ended just three hours ago. Washington, D.C. police announcing they have the suspect wanted in the shootings of at least five homeless people, three in D.C. and two in New York over a nine-day span, including one on Saturday in Manhattan where a sleeping man was shot and killed. Mayor Adams and D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser held a joint news conference Monday asking for the public's help in locating this suspect. And police passed out flyers with the suspect's photo to homeless people. A reward of $70,000 was offered for his arrest. D.C. police say the suspect was spotted walking on the street. They have not released information on his identity. Marla, tell us now about the break in the stabbings of two MoMA employees who wouldn't let a man in to see a movie on Saturday. Well, that arrest occurred at a Philadelphia bus shelter around 1.30 this morning. Police picking up 60-year-old Gary Cabana. Scott Small is a chief inspector with the Philadelphia police. This individual is cooperating with police. He didn't put up a fight. He didn't resist. When police took him into custody, he came along with police voluntarily. So uh, we're lucky in that respect. Philadelphia police suspect Cabana set fire to a motel room in the city earlier in the day. On Saturday, he fled the MoMA after hopping the desk and cornering workers, then stabbing two of them in a rage over having his membership revoked for two earlier incidents at the museum. Cabana had been taunting police on social media earlier in the day. 
Uh, we have also learned that he was a Broadway usher, and after losing his job in January, he was charged with criminal harassment after sending threatening emails to a woman at the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Wayne and Paul. Marla Diamond on those developing stories this morning. Stay on top of the latest here at WCBS. Remember, we're always streaming on your smart speaker, and you can find WCBS News Radio 880 for the latest on the Odyssey app there on your smartphone. What if you could just snap your fingers and the gas price would go down? Well, Connecticut has a plan to suspend the state gasoline tax, at least for a few months. Not quite as easy as snapping your fingers, but as the uh, fuel prices hit record highs during the war in Ukraine, there's talk of getting rid of, at least temporarily, the state gasoline taxes. Let's go to Darien with details of what Governor Lamont has in mind. Sean Adams reporting this morning. Sean, suspending that state tax in Connecticut would save drivers how much? Okay, we're talking about 25 cents per gallon here. 25 cents per gallon. So Governor Lamont wants to suspend a portion of Connecticut's gas tax until June 30th. He hopes by then there will be a peaceful resolution between Russia and Ukraine and oil prices will stabilize. With the incredibly high um, increase in inflation across the board, we want to give people a little bit of relief. We can give them a 6.35% relief. Drivers will take what they can get. Aaron fears inflation will keep rising. So now you're going to be paying $5 or more at the pump and seven dollars for a gallon of milk or something like that governor lamont also wants to offer free bus service in april give people an alternative uh, get them off the road save them some money that way as well and also to move the sales tax free week from august to april wayne paul hey sean uh, how soon might this get done when we might see this happen this could happen very quickly, perhaps within a week. Lawmakers meet tomorrow. Republicans are open to the proposal. There's a bit of a time crunch here. Uh, the way the governor explains it, uh, the state is capped by federal rules tied to the American Rescue Plan. Uh, they can only cut taxes by so much, and uh, they have state regulations too. Uh, so they have to try to squeeze this in, and the window is from now until July. Sean, thanks. What about New York and New Jersey, you may be wondering? What about their gas taxes? Well, Albany lawmakers are proposing the New York Gas Tax Relief Act. Governor Kathy Hochul said suspending the state's 50-cent-a-gallon gasoline tax is absolutely under review. New Jersey lawmakers have asked Governor Murphy to do the same thing, but he told CNBC the state tax is legally fixed in a formula he can't alter. He suggested instead a federal gas tax holiday. And we just took a look, by the way. The cheapest gas prices in New Jersey can be found in Warren County at 428 on average. Most expensive in Somerset County at an average of 445 a gallon. Well, look at this. We finally get some nice weather and Craig Allen decides to take off. Smart guy. Jason Nichols, good morning. How are we doing today? Good morning, Paul and Wayne. Uh, beautiful weather for today. Mostly sunny skies, even warmer this afternoon, getting up to about 62, but staying in the 50s along the south-facing shores. Partly cloudy tonight. Some areas north of the city could see a shower during the overnight hours, but I think most areas will be dry, low about 47. Partly sunny, another nice day for tomorrow, 63. Um, unfortunately, it look, does look cooler, cloudy for St. Patrick's Day on Thursday with some rain or drizzle on occasion, the high 57, but sunshine and warm weather returns for Friday with a high near 70. does turn a little bit cooler on Saturday with clouds and a couple showers possible with a high on Saturday right around 60 degrees. Right now we have 40, mostly clear skies across the tri-state area. It's 47 in Central Park going up to 62, Paul and Wayne. All right, and Wall Street futures are lower again as the Federal Reserve policymakers begin a two-day meeting today. They'll be setting interest rates with war raging across Europe and price increases at a four-decade high. Fed Chair Jerome Powell will seek to engineer a soft landing 
The gradual slowdown in economic activity that helps curb surging price hikes while keeping the job market and the economy expanding. NJ Transit's board members last night rejected the awarding of two contracts to Academy buses. The vote was unanimous, and this may be the reason why Academy last month was fined $20 million over accusations that had charged NJ Transit for tens of thousands of bus trips they did not service. So instead, bus routes in Hudson County will be going to one bus, a subsidiary of Coach USA. Clarence Thomas's wife reveals to the Washington Free Beacon that she attended the January 6, 2021 Stop the Steal rally that preceded the mob attack on the U.S. Capitol, but she didn't stay. Ginny Thomas says that she got cold and left even before then-President Donald Trump took the stage. She adds that she had no part in helping to organize the rally, as has recently been alleged in multiple news pieces, and that her political activities have nothing to do with her husband or his position, she says, as a Supreme Court justice. It is the Tuesday Morning News Roundup. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Bernay with your three things to know on the Morning News Roundup for a Tuesday. The Prime Ministers of Poland, the Czech Republic, and Slovenia are all going to Kiev today to assist the leaders in Ukraine. The Ukraine leaders are holding separate talks with Russia again today. Number two, the advance on Kyiv continues. Shortly before dawn, large explosions thundered across the Ukraine capital while Russia pressed its advance on multiple fronts. Third thing, Fox News correspondent Benjamin Hall reporting from outside Kyiv is hospitalized after being injured, but we don't have details. Up next, our WCBS News Radio 88 seconds in sound for the 15th of March. Nassau, Suffolk, close tomorrow. 2020, Governor Andrew Cuomo on WCBS 880, announcing the first school COVID closures. Right. Westchester in a couple of days, and then the New York City schools will uh, close early this week. 2019, school kids around the world hold climate change strikes, led by teenager Greta Thunberg, who tells student strikers in Stockholm, we are on strike because we want a future. 2019, a man live streams his terror attacks on two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. The death toll, 51. The bridge fell on us. 2018. The bridge at FIU just collapsed out of nowhere. There's cars stuck under there. A university pedestrian bridge in Miami falls onto an eight-lane highway. Five days after it was built, six people died. 2018, Toys R Us says it's closing all of its stores. 2006, strange day in New York City as a stockpile of provisions is discovered inside the Brooklyn Bridge. A regular inspection found Cold War era water drums, medical supplies, survival blankets, even survival crackers, should there be a nuclear attack on New York City. All put there in the 1950s. Here at Madison Square Garden, a very special night. 1989, the Rangers retire. Number one, Eddie Jockerman. 1972. It's not personal. It's strictly business. The Godfather premieres in New York City. And 44 BC, Julius Caesar, dictator of Rome, is stabbed to death. This date forever known as the Ides of March. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.